0: Yo, my name is Richie Marufo of the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, a.k.a. Beanwams, and you're listening to the El Paso Creatives Podcast Show. Without further ado, here's the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Leo, and I'm the new guest on El Paso Creatives. You know the vibes.
1: Hello, hello, everyone. This is the El Paso Creative Podcast Show. I am your host, Jabelle. So I'm here with... Leo, Leo, tell me about yourself. I know that you're a songwriter, um, you're an artist, you're a musician. Um, just give me a full introduction.
0: Yeah, most definitely. So, my name is Leo. Um, the reason why I go by Leo is because my actual birth name, um, Leandre, it means in translation, Lion Man. And also, I was born July 29th,
1: 1991. So, so you're a Leo. I'm a oh, Leo, wow. Leo. <laughs> Fire sign. Yeah, yeah,
0: most definitely. And also, uh, I was born in a small town in Arkansas, uh, Pine Bluff. And their mascot is Golden Lions oh, wow. for their, their college there, so home of the Golden Lions. So, you know, as I got older and started to under, understand a little bit about myself, I took on that identity as Leo.
1: And I really like that, that you got um, the symbolism of a lion and you put it into your name, because I feel like that creates, like, more more power, you know? You're like, I am Leo. And, like, and you have, like, the symbolism to back it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. most definitely. But, I mean, tell me about your music. Um, what type of music do you do? And what is your inspiration?
0: Oh, yeah. So I make, you know, hip-hop, rap, uh, Subgenre trap music, but my trap is a little bit different. Uh, I made trap music that has like a Will Smith vibe. Cause like, he's one of my biggest influences, uh, just as a songwriter, entertainer, uh, you know, if you listen to his music, he didn't drop not one cuss word. And you know, I, I was always, you know, intrigued, like, man, you have a rapper who's like super popular and he doesn't cuss in his music and he still gets mad love and respect, you know, around the world. And I wanted to adopt that into how I write music. Uh, I can say when I was younger, you know, I talked about, you know, the cliche stuff, you know, the, the trying to be street, things of that nature. But that was never really me. You know, but that comes with discovering yourself, going through that kid phase and becoming a man. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and I really love that you say that. I feel like sometimes we're pushed towards a direction of like, oh, I I have to cuss because this is the norm in rap. And I love how you mentioned um, Will Smith. Um, I didn't want to butcher his name, but yeah. Um, Because I feel like so many people nowadays, they... um, they stick to like, oh, no, it's because I need a cuss because all these rappers in the industry cuss and like this is the norm. And I love how you're like, no, there's this one guy that doesn't, and for me, that's my inspiration. Wow, I think that's amazing.
0: Most definitely, and it's crazy because, you know, um, I'm a big 90s baby, you know, born in 91, so, you know, just watching the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just... I just felt like he was a positive role model in my life, uh, along with other influences like Michael Jackson. Like, I can remember having the Thriller cassette tape and my family would have me, like, dance in the middle of the room to Billie Jean. Yeah. It was just super crazy. He's so iconic. So he, he, he's, and like, he's
1: And he will always be iconic.
0: You know what's so crazy? I just recently found one of the original michael jackson action figure dolls from the 80s on ebay for 90 dollars, and i'm pretty sure like you have people that's probably selling it for like a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. you know uh i bought it because that was something that i always wanted as a kid yeah. and um it's crazy uh now that i have it as a 30 year old i'm like wow man, and I, I love dope. how you
1: mentioned that because i feel like sometimes we forget about um what we wanted as a child yeah. you know it gets lost like throughout the years and i feel like we should always remember like what did i want as a kid you know
0: yeah yeah
1: cuz like you're um you're you you know and you sometimes i feel like one doesn't truly ever grow up you know like we forget about our inner child and yeah. i love how that you said like no like my inner child's here i bought the michael jackson action figure because I've always wanted it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now that I have it, it's like, I'm never going to sell it. never (laughs) going to give it away. It's mine forever. Yeah, Yeah. most definitely. And my goal is to pass it down to my son so that he can learn, you know, our history, Mm -hmm. that Michael Jackson was one of the greatest entertainers of all time. You know, and I just wanted him to remember that this is what greatness looks like. And along with me, you know, having, you know, my cassette tape, you know, having this as like an artifact, a part of history, like, yo, my dad was one of the greatest artists of all time, you know, so definitely.
1: Yes. And I'm going to go into that. Um, Tell me, what is your music about? What is the themes that you talk about? And what are you really trying to express through your music?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Like my music, like I said, it has a lot of like that 80s Vaporwave type of vibe. Uh, I've been. I'm very tapped into like the new age artists like Uzi Vert, uh, Playboy Cardi. Uh, I really like they vibe. Just the production aspect of it. It kind of has like a a very nostalgic feel to their beats, and like it kind of like uh, brings out that 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 kid in me, and um and my subject matters is you know, you know, young people stuff, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. but for the most part, you know, I talk about, you know, just my swag, you know, I talk about, you know, my love interest, you know, um, you know, I try to base it off, you know, my relationship with my wife, you know, and how much I love her, you know, um, you know, some laid back player, you know, type stuff, you know, I try to do a little bit of everything you know cool common, and collect type guy
1: yeah i love that i feel like a lot of artists they grab a lot of um of their life and they they put it in their music and i feel like that makes it even more powerful because you're like this is what i've been through this is who i am and now you can hear it through this interpretation which yes. is music yeah
0: most definitely and you know it's so crazy one of my biggest influences in my music is movies.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I love that you say that because I'm a filmmaker. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, like, awesome. I, I, I love movies. So what is your favorite movie, and what is one movie you would say that really inspires your music?
0: I would have to say The Mask is, like, one of my favorite movies. Uh, Jim Carrey, like, his energy. Yeah. You know, in the film is just like phenomenal. You know, um, I'll definitely have to say he's even one of my biggest influences in my music. I even have a song and music video called The Mask, paying homage to, you know, Jim Carrey. And even on this album right here, I have a song called Stanley Dripkiss, you know, which is based off the Stanley Ipkiss character on The Mask. You know, um, you know, him playing Ace Ventura, like. Come on, man, he's like one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. comedy actors of all time. Shout out to Jim Carrey.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, shout out.
0: And, oh yeah, just to add, I would have to say I was a big movie soundtrack guy, you know, so one of my biggest soundtracks and movies was Clueless. Yeah, I remember having the VHS, you know, <laughs> Clueless movie yeah. and man, the soundtrack on that movie was super dope. And that's still like one of my 90s favorites,
1: for sure. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes people forget that, like you you take away music from movies and you don't feel the same emotions, you know? Like even in scary movies, like you need that music, you know, so you can be like, oh my God, what's happening? Or like in um, a romantic movie, like you need to feel it, you know, and I feel like music helps the actors' um, dialogues like carry out even more, you know? It
0: brings out the emotion most definitely you know um and it's crazy that you say that now fast forwarding to my life you know in my early 20s i land a licensing deal you know with one of the biggest you know labels in the u.s music of the sea eddie codwell i was you know majoring in music business in hawaii and my professor he told me about this uh this website called music x-ray that allows artists to pitch their music for different, you know, placement opportunities. I pitch my music.
1: What's the name of the website again?
0: Musicxray.com. Yeah, Music X-ray. They have like, you know, opportunities for you to uh, be featured as a co-writer for, you know, Cardi B or um, Lil Baby things of that nature. Um, even just sync placement for movies and films. So I did that and I got a lot of no's. But this guy, Eddie, he reached out to me. He was like, yo, I like the song that you sent to me and I want to sign you to a licensing deal. So I signed it. Then boom, I started getting my songs placed in movies. And,
1: and you know what? I feel like like you said you got a lot of no's and I feel like that a lot of times discourages other musicians from keep pursuing it. Um, what's one of the main things that you said, um, you know what, I'm still going to do this. Or like, what obstacles did you face that made you very skeptical of like, I don't know if I should do this and what really encouraged you to continue making music?
0: Oof, even till this day uh, with me being, you know, 30 years old now, I I've, I've sometimes get those thoughts like, man, you know, people saying that I'm too old to make music, that if I don't reach this level of success at this age, then I should give it up. You know, um, I've been through so many different, you know, twists and turns on my journey. Um, rejection is going to come, but if you live for the yeses, you're gonna die by the booze. You know, so you have to learn to validate yourself don't look for other people to validate you, especially if you are a true artist. At, at your essence, music is never gonna stop. Yeah. You are music, you know? So you are the melody, you are the song. So it will never stop because music is who you are.
1: And I love how you mentioned the age thing. I feel like a lot of people, um, they throw that up, like other people who are trying to follow their dreams and they're like, oh no, like you're too old to do this. Or maybe the opposite. Um, you're too young to this. I've had yeah. people tell me, like, straight out of high school, I wanted to do a film, and I had a lot of people say, no, you're too young. Like, what do you know about film, you know? Yeah. And I was like, well, I still want to do it. Like, what do you mean I'm too young? Like, what? What? what's the right age? And there is no right age. So I love that you mentioned that um, because if you want to do something, like you said, like, you're going to do it no matter how old you are, no matter how long time passes, you're going to do it.
0: Yeah, and you know what's so crazy? Like, Music has no age. Music is timeless. It's a spiritual experience that comes with you know, music or even just making a movie. You know, we want to be able to make art that outlives our own life existence. You know, like me being 30, I want to be able to make a record that people can play 60, 90 plus years from now. You know, like, yo, that was this guy named Leo back in 2020, 2022. He was doing his thing, yo, you know, man, check out this. You know, I want want to leave a legacy like that, that like, even if they don't remember who I am, people can still feel my presence Mm -hmm. through other people that has been influenced or inspired by me.
1: Yeah. And I think um, that is an amazing point. I feel like One thing a lot of um, musicians and artists are afraid of is actually putting themselves out there and actually marketing themselves. A lot of people are shy. And what's something that has helped you put out your music and your image out there?
0: Yeah. um, See, like for me, you know, I can just look at the earlier phases when I was in junior high school, high school. You know, I used to you know, record to Cool Edit Pro, because that was the thing to record on back then. And we would just make CDs and pass them around, you know, on the on the campus, and people would go crazy. And then it it evolved to uh, we started to have, like, platforms like MySpace, where we would make music, put it on MySpace, then, boom, you start getting all these random people becoming your fans. And then um, I, I used to, like, Submit my stuff to different record pools and man, DJs playing my music, emailing me, and I'm still in high school. And they're like, Hey, man, this record's dope. Man, you think you could come to Atlanta to perform? And I'm like, uh, You're like I'm in I high still- school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me I'm ask like, my
1: parents. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. ask
0: my parents. But see, my parents, they were so caught up in their military life, they didn't really know how to engage. So, did
1: you have a, a support group at a young age or did it just develop slowly. I feel
0: like it developed so yeah. so uh slowly. Uh my parents, I believe they they supported me, mm-hmm. but they didn't know how to support me because um they wasn't passionate about what I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. They uh, they come from a different era where, you know, they were just built to just work to survive. You know, so they didn't really have time to really invest into me and you know my visions and dreams which is okay because at the end of the day your parents are human right you know but they did um invest into my career bought me studio equipment you know um uh, paid uh you know for certain things when i used to be in a marching band i used to play the drum you know so you know they helped to out so what
1: instruments do you play oof i don't play any instruments now no. <laughs> but
0: i will say i did play the tenor drum i was inspired by the whole idea of like drum line yeah canon and i was like i want to play the drums and when i get into the band so yeah that was pretty dope um yeah so i feel like over time you know as i learned you know about these different platforms over the internet you know, I'll, I'll always try to find a way to get myself out there through even just from performing on college campuses, things of that nature, and going to college in Hawaii and finding uh connecting with someone who was able to get my stuff placed in movies and stuff like that.
1: But I wanna know? go into that topic. You say that you're Music has been in movies and shows. Um, talk about how has that been for you? Has it opened doors? Has it maybe even closed doors? Um, how has that been? I feel like
0: it opens opens doors because it allows you to market the song. Uh, that was something that, you know, I struggle with as an artist is that um, I didn't understand the business aspect. I was just like, yo, I want to... Get my music yeah. all and, over the world, and that's world. really
1: bad. I feel like as an artist, if you don't understand that business uh, um, aspect of it, people might take advantage of you, and they might exploit your your art, your music, because you um, you're getting into this and you don't really know, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's bigger than just having a great song. Uh, people fail to realize that you know you you have to spend a lot of lot more time in the marketing and the promotion aspect. Because you're technically a brand, a product at the end of the day. Yeah. So you got to spend a lot of time basically marketing your 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 song or your album as like, yo, this is the hottest thing out. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, getting your stuff on different playlists, you know, getting your stuff in these record pools to where like you starting to get radio spins. Uh, club spins, like all of that stuff is important. It's bigger than just making a, a dope record because anybody can make a dope record, but how are you gonna get it out to the world? Yeah,
1: like how are you gonna market it? And I love how you said that like, you've always been one to put your music online, send it to people. Cause I feel like that stops a lot of people. They're scared to email, they're scared to tell people because they're so afraid of what other people think. And I love how you're just like, no, like I, I found websites. I emailed people. I put my music out there.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because I remember during the MySpace era, I had a song that I put out. And Coast to Coast, they still, you know, pretty big. But this is before I even knew what Coast to Coast was. A DJ from Coast to Coast, DJ Soulless, he messaged me on MySpace. He was like, yo, I put your song on this official Coast to Coast mixtape. It's on Dead Piff, go stream it. I'm like, what? I go to Dead Piff and I see like, yo, my song is like on one of the biggest mixtape, you know? I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And seeing that, I'm like, okay, now I know I'm getting somewhere, you know? And just, I feel like as time progressed, you know, I had to find different ways to really get my music out there because, um, you know, it was easier back then to just create a dope record and people will buy in on it. But it's like now the music industry is overly saturated with so much music coming out. You can easily get lost in the sauce and your music can be buried Mm -hmm. on top of all the other stuff that's coming out, you know, so.
1: Yeah, because there's so many social media platforms that um didn't exist you know now we have instagram we have TikTok, we have um youtube and people are really using it to the fullest
0: yeah and people follow the algorithm like i remember where we used to like look up for artists that we will like to listen to right but now you have these playlists where people they're not really in control of what they want to listen to they just listen to whatever playlist that Spotify puts out, and that's it. So now as artists, we gotta find our way to get into the algorithm, mm-hmm. you know, to get our get our song in. But also too, we have to get into the habit of getting out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Performing. Performing is so important. That's that's why a lot of these artists that we look up to why, they're, why they make so much money off their music because they're touring, yeah. they're selling merch, you know. Uh, getting a placement in a movie, TV show, that doesn't really help, you know. You get like a little small check, you know, on the back end, you know, songwriter royalties. Yeah. But if the label owns the publishing, you're not really collecting a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You may get a, a little nice little front end, you know, paycheck, you know, for the sink. But other than that, you gots to perform. You gots to build relationships organically, communicating with the local people, you know, going to these local venues and perform.
1: Yeah, because I feel like so many people, they get lost in social media. They're like, oh, I just need to release it on social media. And social media will do the rest. But you're right, like, people do need to perform. They need to, people need to see you face to face and be like, oh, wow. This is your music.
0: Yeah, because, like, we're living in an era now where, like, people are past the gimmicks. Like, you know, people want to actually make real connections with their artists. That's why I like people like Cardi B. Mm -hmm. You know, when she first came out, she was just like, she just showed nothing but personality. You know hood chick from the Bronx you know dominicana you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah like, and she's very
1: the- open about that and she's yeah. very sassy and oh i, I love cardi b v- yeah. very
0: vulnerable to the people so a lot of us male or female younger oh we could relate to her mm-hmm. as a human being so when she did started to present her music to the public everybody ate it because we love cardi b as the person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um it's not enough to just have ego and all, yeah, I got the best song. Don't nobody care about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You have to
1: be vulnerable. You have to be like, this is me. You know, I'm the face of the music.
0: Yeah, most definitely. You know, so shout out to Cardi B,
1: (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Going back, you never did say, uh, what movies and TV shows has your music been um, featured? I know that before the podcast started, you mentioned a couple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my first placement was Chicago PD. Um, They had it like very subtle in the background of a scene, you know, because when you look at Chicago PD, it's more of like an action, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, a a hip hop song is not going to be like on the forefront. Right. (laughs) You know, but I feel like one of my biggest placements had to be Step Up High Water season two. Um, you know, Step Up, that's like one of the biggest dance movie franchises. Yeah. Shout out to Channing Tatum, you know, for being the executive producer, you know, for this uh, this franchise. And um, I was able to get a placement on the one that has Neo and Naya Rivera, mm-hmm. you know, as the main characters. Um, they even placed it on the music soundtrack
1: oh, wow. that you
0: can stream on Apple and Spotify just to further uh, validify, you know, like, yo, Leo mm-hmm. is definitely getting his foot in the door, yeah. you know. So um, they have it, I think the show is on Stars now. Mm-hmm. It was on YouTube Premium at first, but now it's on Stars. And I, I believe they're probably going to have it on other you know uh
1: streaming platforms yeah, yeah
0: streaming platforms for sure you know so I definitely collect you know on the back end uh and I think that's amazing placement. I
1: feel like art inspires art you know like you need um like music and film you know and like having your music in that film like it just created like a whole other um opportunity you know it creates opportunities
0: yeah most definitely and you know what's so crazy like I don't really believe in the whole comparison. You know how like a lot of people, they like to compare their success to other people's success. Mm -hmm. I believe comparison is the killer of all joy. It is. You have to learn to be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Because your journey is your journey. Mm -hmm. Because I can remember when I was just that young kid trying to get an opportunity and boom, early 20s, my music in place. And I get to watch this stuff at home and be like, yo, that's my song right there. You know, and even though I desire more, I'm still thankful that even if I don't get another placement, I can say like, yo, I got a placement.
1: Because at the end of the day, it's you versus you.
0: You versus you.
1: No one's stopping you but yourself.
0: But yourself.
1: What other um, medias have your music been featured on?
0: Um... Uh, the recently HBO Max, "Sweet Life Los Angeles, uh, my song got placed, you know, in the, in episode seven. You know, um, I thought that was pretty dope. I got a small little placement on the Rick and Morty. Woo, Rick
1: yeah. and Morty.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. you know what's so crazy? I haven't even watched that show. What? Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Yes, it was crazy because <laughs> I
0: was looking through my royalty yeah. statement and I was like, Rick and Morty, it's, you, kn- you yeah, know, yeah, like, and then I went to go watch and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool, man. <laughs> I like yeah. it.
1: I, I, I love Rick and Morty. It's one of my um favorite, I guess, cartoon. Yeah. 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 yeah and it, um, it's so funny because my favorite um fashion blogger, she's always wearing a beret. And this one day she went on Instagram live and she's like, guys, I just wanted to say, do you guys know that my brother is a creator of Rick and Morty? And I was like, what? Like, it's just so (laughs) crazy how, like, so many things connect, you know? Like, but um, I think that's amazing. And how did you find out? Like, tell me about that.
0: I found out through, because, you know, like, when it comes to BMI, we get paid uh, every three months, which is technically a quarter. We get paid in four quarters Mm -hmm. in a year, you know? So I was looking through my statement, and I was like, looking at what got placed and how many times it got streamed. And I was like, Rick and Morty, what the Happy Meal, man? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then I um, I told my buddy about it. It was like, yo, we got a placement on Rick and Morty. He was like, bro, that's like one of the biggest shows yeah. ever, man. You know, so I watched did it. You, did like,
1: you tell people? Did you put it on your phone? Oh, platform? yeah, man. Yeah. You
0: know, I was being braggadocious, <laughs> yeah. man. I was doing you have crazy. To, you have to be
1: like, guys. Look at this, you know? Yeah. Gotta reward yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta yeah. pat
0: yourself on the back, yes. man. You know, but I I like I believe I, I believe in getting more placements. I would love to get, you know, some Marvel placements, okay. you know. Is uh, that
1: like your one of your dream goals?
0: Yeah. yeah. I love movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Uh and the fact that I'm a big movie buff and a lot of, you know, my childhood was just watching a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and listening to music, like, you know, I feel like that's my lane. Yeah. Even though I, I definitely would love to, you know, get placements with artists. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my dream goals is to do a a feature, you know, with Drake. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just think he's really dope. And with my animated personality, man, I really think, you know, we'll we'll vibe well together. You know, Uzi Vert, shout out to Uzi. I would love to work with these artists, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I just think it's amazing that you work in like a national world level, you know? And I think that's so hard because we live in El Paso and I wanna talk about the El Paso music industry. Um, I wanna talk about your thoughts on it and what advice would you give an El Paso musician that is barely starting out?
0: Yeah, my advice is definitely uh, build relationships. Don't be the studio gangster, you know that just makes music and expects it to just blow up over the internet. No, you need to get out, perform at the colleges. I'm telling you, the youth is the pulse of getting your stuff out there. Mm-hmm. The youth is very important performing at the high schools, performing at the colleges, and that depends on the content. You know if you Talking crazy, your high school performances is slim to none. But if you got a dope vibe, pretty clean, get you some high school performances, perform at the colleges, perform at, you know, the clubs.
1: Or even create like an event, you know. Yeah, create an event,
0: you know, even where there's like a a community event, Mm -hmm. you know, like a cookout and you got like a stereo and a mic and you just perform your stuff. You know,
1: yeah, because it's not hard. I feel like we always tend to um, complicate stuff along the way. But like, you can always ask people for help, you know? And I feel like so so many people are prideful. They're like, oh no, like, I'm too afraid to ask someone I don't even know. But that's how you network, you know? You you need to knock on the right doors to get where you are.
0: Most definitely. Or even doing like, you know, a community outreach where like you're in a parking lot, you got some lights, you know, you got some music playing. You're allowing, you know, people to like do like a little rap cipher or whether it's like crumping, dancing, you know, just allowing people to express their art where they may be someone that wants to sing and someone that wants to beatbox, you know, to yeah. try to, you know, doing things like that. That's I, that's so dope to me. Yeah,
1: because that's how you learn. You learn from um, watching other artists and also like collaborating with them, you know.
0: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And, you know, just being a light man Mm -hmm. and communication is everything, building relationships, you know, you know, basically, I feel like when you see greatness in other people, it's a reflection of the greatness that is in you, you know. So being able to um, reaffirm or reassure the greatness uh, in your neighbor, it, it just uh, and encouraging if, other people. Yeah, too, encouraging you know? other people. Yeah. I really feel like you know you can be rewarded long term. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, because you
1: never know, like that one person that you encouraged years back, maybe is in a position now to like help you. You know,
0: most definitely. Yeah.
1: And I wanted to talk about your album. I've been looking yeah. at it, and I was like, um, I don't know if you want to show the yeah, yeah, ooh,
0: yeah. So so cool. Yeah this uh album EP is uh called To Infinity and Beyond mm-hmm. and it doesn't even release until 2 to 2022 oh, wow. February So This the 2nd. is a
1: sneak peek exclusive This is like sneak this
0: peek. an ex- exclusive. This is an exclusive EP cassette tape to my EP <laughs> 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 To Infinity and Beyond yeah. It's dope guys it has 6 tracks you know and um this is very dear to me and man y'all got to check this out. It's going to be on all platforms Who February did your, 2nd, 2020. Your art. Oh yeah, man, shout out to my one of my friends, VJ Van Jasmine. Uh he actually did artwork for Riff Raff's Neon Icon. So like all of like Riff Raff Neon Icon merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did this. You know, so actually I remember when I was reaching out to um, to do a feature with Riff Raff, he was actually managing that account, and we built the relationship. He heard my music. He was like, yo, Leo, I think you dope, man. I want to work with you. And he's been the one that's been doing all my artworks and my press kits and stuff, making my brand look dope. And so I, shout I love out to Ben Jasmine.
1: And like I said, like so many people, um, we need to get – we need to use other art medias, you know? Yeah. Because it just boosts it up even more, you know? It adds like more to your music.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, artwork is very important, man. Just the presentation. I remember where like just the artwork alone will make someone want to buy in yeah. to your record. Like, man, this looks dope. If it looks dope, it may sound dope. Let yeah. me buy it, you know? so. I feel like the artwork is part of the marketing as well, you know, so, you know, first impression is the is a lasting impression, for sure.
1: And one of my last questions is, what is something that you know now that you wish you would have known when you started?
0: <sighs> patience, patience. Uh, the reason why I say that is, you know, I always felt like you know, time was so short. You know, one of my biggest fears is dying and no one knows who I am. or right. they haven't been exposed to anything that I've created in my existence. You know, so learning to breathe and let go of that fear and just make every moment count uh, without trying to rush. Just go at your own pace because um, you don't want anything to be birthed prematurely, mm-hmm. you know, because if it's birthed prematurely, it's not it's not going to stand the, the test of time, yeah. you know, so.
1: We need to learn how to walk before we run, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, so definitely be patient with yourself. And I feel like a lot of people uh, follow the internet mm-hmm. and they allow the internet expectations to kill their dreams. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I'm too old to do this. Or, man, if if people are not streaming my music now, then my music must suck. And that don't even be the case because there's a lot of artists that are super amazing, but they don't have the, the streams. They don't have the followers. Um, we just have to be patient, yeah. you know, and if your heart is in the right place, you're you got to be
1: patient and to never give up.
0: Yeah, and also to look at your art as a stock. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say you drop something and it may not have any value at the moment. Mm-hmm. As time progresses, that song or that album that you created years ago may be worth millions mm-hmm. down the line. It's kind of like Bitcoin. Remember, Bitcoin started at zero, right? I I remember. Now, Bitcoin is at $54,000 just for one coin.
1: And that's crazy because, like, I had investment in Bitcoin and I took it out. (sighs) And now I I, regret it. Biggest regret. regret. (laughs) Biggest regret. So, yes, people, be patient.
0: Be patient.
1: It will pay off in the long run, you know? Like, I totally agree.
0: Every caterpillar, no, every butterfly has been a caterpillar. You know, uh, we all go through that cocoon phase. You know, when you're in that cocoon, it's dark. You don't really see the transformation. You don't really see the, you know that you were, you were created to be a butterfly, Mm -hmm. but you don't really see it. You know, it seemed like things are just slow, you know, sluggish, you know how caterpillars, they all slow sluggish, just eating everything. Then boom, they hit the cocoon phase, it's dark you don't really see the transformation, but the people on the outside, we okay. see, that okay, this caterpillar is turning into a butterfly that's gonna eventually break out mm-hmm. and fly. Don't die in the cocoon.
1: Yes, don't get comfortable.
0: Don't get comfortable. Yeah. Don't get comfortable, so definitely patient, and it's gonna pay off. I'm telling you, you're talking to someone who started out at 11, 12 years old, and boom, I get to college. I get offered a licensing deal. Mm-hmm. Boom, now my stuff is getting played in movies. Man, psh, be patient, be yeah. patient.
1: And before we go, go ahead and give yourself a shout out. Where can we follow you? Where can we see your music?
0: Okay, um, you can definitely follow me on my Bandcamp. Seriously, it's King Leo, L-E-E-O dot bandcamp.com i don't have my instagram up at the moment but trust me it's gonna be back up active very soon and this seriously is king leo most definitely all my music is on apple music and spotify and i got music videos on youtube as well definitely tap in
1: well thank you so much leo and Thank you, everyone. Stay tuned for the next El Paso Creative Podcast.
0: Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, make sure you're following El Paso Creatives on Instagram, YouTube, and other social media.